Hello and welcome to this ISIS Energy podcast. This is the third podcast in a four-part series that we're running looking at different generation types across Europe. This week we'll be looking at coal-fired power generation. So coal has traditionally been a fuel used in a lot of power generation on the continent. Uh, there's pressure at the moment to move away from this for environmental reasons. Um, and this is starting to be felt not just in Western Europe, but also in Eastern Europe and Central Europe as well. So today we'll be focusing on uh, the more Eastern regions of the EU. My name is Ben Lee. I look at energy markets at ISIS. Here with me today is our specialist in Eastern and Central European energy markets, Sophie Udebastianu. So thanks for joining us, Sophie. Hi, Ben. Um, so I guess first, can you tell us what's the situation at the moment in those east, more recently regions of the EU regarding coal-fired generation? Well, first of all, you know, the region has kind of a reputation, so to say, you know, of using coal-fired electricity to cover kind of a large part of their demand. Um, there is a tendency towards re renewable e electricity. Everybody's working towards uh, reaching their EU 2020 targets. But the process to slip away from coal generation is difficult in some cases. Um, we see renewable generation quite volatile and often subsidized. Um, this is mainly why we've noticed a decrease in the use of coal fire generation uh, in, in the last few years. But the changes have been fairly marginal. Um, we actually spoke with uh, Mike Boston, who is a public affairs manager at uh, Eurocoal. In Southeast Europe, in general, coal um, kept its uh, position, and um, there are some in, um, increases in coal usage, for example, in Bulgaria, and um, in several other countries, there the coal capacity, the coal generation capacity is expanding. However, this should be put in the context that some of the coal generation is retiring as well. So some countries have indeed a net gain of coal, but some others have a net loss of coal despite building new capacity or modernization. So it sounds like a bit of a mixed picture in the region, but there is definitely continuation of coal-fired generation going on. Uh, what is the reason for that, Sophie? Well, I mean, the answer is pretty basic. Um, the region is a large producer of coal, and many of these power plants have been built uh, a long time ago. As a result, coal generation is just cheap. Um, the answer is as much economic as it is social because so many um, because the sector offers um, a, a lot of jobs in each country. For example, Poland's uh, generation from coal is still around ninety percent. Um, That's a sizable proportion, isn't it? Indeed, indeed. Um, actually, uh, more than half of the new uh, power uh, generation expected to be built in the country between now and the end of 2019 will be coal-fired. Uh, uh, this is mainly because the uh, government, the newly uh, elected government, that is, uh, is determined to pr to protect the domestic mining. Uh, mining. Um, and this is just going to continue the country's reliance on fossil fuels. We actually uh, caught up with Professor Vladislav Mielczarski, who is a professor at the Lodz University of Technology in Poland. We do not have a gas as a domestic resources. We have to import gas from Russia. The, the region is very politically unstable. And to ensure electricity supply and security supply for some time, I mean 20 or 30 years, we have to rely on coal, similar as in, in Germany. In Germany also they are using 
a coal power station and they will use this coal power station for next 50 years. So this is not that we want, but we must. Poland obviously has its reasons for wanting to continue using coal. What's the situation in some other countries around the region? Well, in the Czech Republic, um, coal generation has increased. Um, uh, this is mainly with the trial operation of uh, the unit Ledvice 4, um, which has a total capacity of 660 megawatts. Uh, that, that is a new uh, unit. And also the overhauled units at the Prunerov 2. Um, last year, the government actually abolished mining limits on one lignite mine. They've kept the limit on another mine, but decided to re- revisit it annually in case they needed more coal. So it looks like they're counting on being able to mine coal for some time. Um, in Bulgaria, for example, uh, the country is also, uh, let's say, bound by its own lignite resources. Um, again, the social aspect of this has a big uh, impact. Uh, the country has a lot of jobs in, in the sector um, and uh, the outlook looks a bit a bit steady. Um, a Bulgarian analyst, Slavcho Nekov from the Energy Management Institute, spoke with us about Bulgaria's outlook in terms of uh, coal generation. We shall certainly continue to rely very much on coal uh, within this frame, about around 45 percent when it comes to production of electricity based on coal. The reasons are, first of all, as I told you, it's a domestic source, which makes complete difference when it comes to its role for the national economy. On the one side, the second reasoning is linked to the fact that we, in general terms, meet the environmentally related requirements. Of course, the improvements go on. Thirdly, we certainly shall continue to use the freedom which the EU rules uh, allow in the context of the fact that any EU member is absolutely free to decide on its uh, energy mix. And uh, uh, um, let's not forget that uh, the investments which have been made in Bulgaria when it comes to power generation based on coal uh, are linked to long-term contracts. Staying in that eastern corner of Europe, what's the situation in Romania, Sophie? It, well, it's true that uh, Romania has a lot of gas and renewable capacity. Actually, the country has installed a large fleet of, of renewable generation in the last few years. Now, from the coal point of view, uh, financial issues have actually taken hold of thermal power producer Hunedoara. Meanwhile, there are some plans for uh, a new coal-fired unit. This will be 600 uh, megawatt um, and will be built by thermal producer Oltenia. We spoke with uh, uh, Robert Bogdanafi, who is a senior associate at Maguire Woods Consulting in Romania, and he's also an affiliate expert at the, at the Energy Policy Group. The Romanian's energy mix is heavily reliant on hydro, Okay, if there is a drought, and if it's cloudy, and if there's no wind, then believe me, there is a serious future for coal. Um, I think what uh, will happen here is, first of all, because of the environmental uncertainties, they have a future there. And then, second of all, the uh, investments by the Ministry of Energy, I think they will be carried out. Um, so while we see a drop in the near term, 
because of the issues, because of some layoffs, because of uh, very serious problems, in fact, with the thermal production in, at the Hunedoara Energy Complex with the environmental regulations. Once those are solved in probably the next uh, year or two, or even more, who knows, um, we will see a future for coal. Okay, so it sounds like in Romania as well, there's, there's likely to be at least a lingering uh, continuation of coal going on there. Um, what about uh, a region where I guess energy markets are maybe at their more infant stage, so in the Western Balkan region? Um, what can we expect with the energy mix there? Well, in the Western Balkans, uh, there has been an agreement um, to limit emissions from certain uh, pollutants from large combustion plants. And this could actually close a number of thermal power plants. Now, the energy community is actually at the center of this agreement. The organization was set up um, to bridge the gap between EU countries and non-EU countries in southeastern Europe. Uh, essentially to help uh, non-EU countries be in line with EU directives. Um, So this agreement means essentially that uh, the Western Balkan countries uh, will be be limiting generation for more than 10 gigawatts of installed capacity, which is massive for for the region. We caught up with the Energy Community Director Janis Kopak, who spoke about the decreasing production of coal-fired electricity in, in Serbia, where at the moment this covers two-thirds of demand. Serbia uh, decided to use so-called opt-out mechanism, uh, what means uh, limitation of activity of coal thermal power plants from 2018 to 2023 to 20,000 hours. Uh, Serbia decided to use this mechanism uh, in seven coal thermal power plants with a common uh, installed power 2,600 megawatts. The trends, I can just say that this clearly indicates that the product or generation of electricity out of coal thermal power plants in the region uh, will be decreased substantially. Now, Serbia is actually planning to build seven new coal-fired power plants by 2022. Uh, This would be totaling um, 3.47 gigawatt of installed capacity, and this would be replacing its current aging generation. Um, It's worth noting that there hasn't been a lot of development on this project in a few years, so the the outlook for, for these projects is a bit unclear. Overall, the coal-fired generation in the region seems to be continuing with some decreases on the agenda. It remains to be seen what the extent of this is going to be. Well, I think we'll wrap up there. Thanks for that, Sophie, and thanks to all the participants in this podcast. It seems like coal generation in Eastern Europe and Central Europe is likely to continue despite pressure from EU laws and a drive to cut emissions by reducing uh, polluting coal-fired power plants. Um, We'll be following the situation and how it plays out at ISIS going forward. Uh, If you'd like to find out more information, check out ISIS.com. 